Hey everybody, you're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm John Yamasato, your host, and joining me today is just Kyle Shimabukuro. How's it? I shouldn't say just Kyle Shimabukuro. Is, <laughs> is Kyle Shimabukuro? No, it's just, it's just Kyle Shimabukuro. Yeah, Devin yeah. couldn't make it, uh, but we're forging ahead anyway, but he will be back on future podcasts. It's not like he's leaving us, it's just that he couldn't make it at this time on this particular day, and uh, we miss him dearly. Yeah. He must be enjoying his R2-D2 trash can thing that he inherited. <laughs> right. I just saw him post that he got an R2-D2 trash can. I know. He was hugging it like he was a baby. Yeah. Super happy. Well, you know, everybody has their thing and an R2-D2 trash can is Devin's. Devin's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Before we begin, let me remind our listeners of all the ways they can stay in touch with the show. There is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, which are all just at High Sessions. You just search High Sessions and you'll find us. Then you have a little bit of uh, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple iTunes. If you go to Apple iTunes, please leave us a review, five star us, because that does help. It does help to promote the track so that it comes up in recommended, you know, uh, iTunes podcasts and all that stuff. And finally, you can email us at highsessions at yahoo.com if you have any commentary on uh, the content of the show or something you want to ask us or talk about or uh, co- comment on or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, me and, um, just to inject, me and John and Devin really strive to make this podcast something special. So if you want us to add any type of topic in there, if you want us to talk less among ourselves or you find that entertaining or you find that <laughs> not entertaining or you find some stuff that, you know, you you are bored listening to, um, just just be honest and let us know. We would like to hear everybody's feedback you yeah. know, on that. Yeah, we, we want this podcast to be listenable. And if you have constructive criticism, great. We'll take that too. Yeah. So again, highsessions at yahoo.com. Lastly, if you would like to help the show and get more music on the channel, please go to patreon.com and donate. There you will find, uh, you'll get to be more involved with the show and help to determine who and what is filmed. Patreon is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. So Kyle, how are you doing, man? I've been good. It's just really sad from last night's new, um, news we heard. You know? Yeah, so late breaking. Uh, th- today is Tuesday. So by the time you hear this, it'll be a week old. But uh, head coach of UH football, Nick Rolovich, is going to be leaving the state, going to, I believe, Washington? Washington State? Yeah, Washington State. Yeah, and being uh, to do head coaching over there. You know, for a long time, I was uh, I was thinking, oh, maybe he'll stick around for a while. You know, he really um, built his uh, career here in Hawaii as a player and then becoming the head coach and stuff like that. But then when I saw how much they're paying him, I was like, wow, I- I'd probably I'd probably take that. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to it's hard to uh, to fault the guy. You know, he's going to be doing great things up there. And uh, yeah, as much as we want him here. I totally get the the reasoning and and uh, you can't fault you can't fault him. For yeah, that. it's like you know when you break up with your girlfriend, and you kind of hope that they go out with somebody lesser than you, so you feel a little better. Yeah, yeah. you know, a little less, maybe yeah. less taller, less good looking, yeah, yeah, yeah. less money, yeah. less stability. Yeah. You know, just so you can feel better. In right. this case, what can you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he left for something better. Right, right, right. You can't blame him, you know. And and um, I personally know him because we worked together with High Life and um, helped build his his um, his Rolo line. And we've we've grown to be friends over the years. And um, I'm super happy for him and his family. Yeah, and, it seems like a good thing, you know. Yeah, and what what really um, is surprising too is the feedback I've been seeing online with the rest of the football fans. Uh-huh. They all support him. Yeah, you know, in this. Because you can't blame him for yeah. doing this. Yeah. I mean, he's, it's just something you have to do. He's 40 years old. There's so much time left in his career. Right. He's done what he could here. Right. We can't afford to keep him. Well, I was going to... Let's talk about that a little bit. Because I don't know the ins and outs of um, college sports financing and things like that. But I just feel like um, we really have a hard time holding guys here. You know, good coaches and stuff like that because we can't pay them the kind of salaries that these large other mainland schools can pay but is it a, is it a matter of fact as if like 
more people came to watch the games, more ticket sales and all that stuff, we'd be able to afford, or does it just all funnel back into UH and it just doesn't make a difference? We'd still have the same kind of budget. I mean, you probably don't know either, but. You know, I mean, just from knowing him over the past four years, he loved Hawaii. Mm -hmm. he, he authentically loved being here. He, authentic, he really loved the culture and the kids and the people that were around him and stuff. He really liked the whole atmosphere of Hawaii. And, I mean, to tell you the truth, I haven't talked to him or anything about it, but I feel like he would probably retire here and live here yeah. if he could. I mean, his wife is from here, you know? Okay. So, um, it, it isn't a matter of, oh, I love this place and I'm going to stay. It's a matter of, wow, I'm offered an opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. And I'm young. Should I right. take it? Right, right, right. And then I can always come back. Right, right, right. No, come back to coaching. Who knows? Right. You know? No, but, but come back I, to come here and live and, and, and retire or maybe just enjoy on the summer breaks like the Obamas do. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's definite. He's, he does, he's you know, he, there's roots here for him, you know? Yeah, but, but moving forward then, how do we keep coaches here rather than continually, when they, when they do well, they just get picked up by their other schools? <clears throat> is, is, do you see a way of, um, you know, do, uh, keeping them here or unfortunately we, i guess with football money is really really an important thing that we can never figure out how to yeah 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 pay somebody you know that's worth their dollars and their talent and um in other sports of course we have loyal coaches that's been here for a long time but if you think about it they a lot of them came in in the twilight of their career or Right, Actually, right. not the twilight of career, but some of them were just grounded here and didn't want to go anywhere. Right, right. Not that they didn't have opportunities, I'm sure, but they, you know, they just said, oh, I like Hawaii. They had their I roots can, and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, my roots are here. I'm settled here. I'm fine, you know, and stuff. But I totally understand um, Rolo's reasoning for going. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, and I uh, as well as you, when I look online, I didn't see a lot of hate. I see a lot of uh, support for him and stuff like that. And he did a lot for the program. And hopefully uh, we can get a good replacement coach in there and still have some good seasons and you know, still make it exciting and fun like it's been for the last few years. Yeah, and um, I'm hopeful, but I'm scared. <laughs> because I, I don't yeah. know what's going to happen. I mean, it's the story of Hawaii football, right? That's right. From the June right. Jones era all the way to now and even before that. You know, team well, rises to the, the pinnacle of success, ready to take on the next Avenger and something happens and boom! back down yeah, to yeah, the yeah. bottom again and it's all a matter of how you're going to juggle things around who you're going to hire to be a good correct fit is the fan base still going to be there because it obviously wasn't this this whole season until they until things started to gel and yeah, you yeah. feel the little rev back and then you're all excited for next year's season to see more people in the stands and a memorabilia around and people waving around the H flag on the freeway and back in the days of Colt Brennan again and then all of a sudden boom news like this hits and you're like oh shit where do we yeah, go yeah. now you yeah, know from yeah. here and you know again it just happened last night who knows what will happen once this podcast comes out right we might have a totally different perspective on how we see UH football then and right. we can follow up on it you know so well we'll, we'll see we'll see but it does feel like breaking up with your <laughs> girlfriend and seeing him go out with some other stud that you can't compete with you know yeah, yeah. and you go well ah, good for you yeah yeah what you gonna do what you gonna do yeah you know i don't blame you if i was that guy i mean if i was that girl i would have left too maybe you know yeah, yeah. Sure, <laughs> so, sure, sure. yeah sure, sure. best of luck to you rollo and and your family and i wish you well and come back anytime i'm sure hawaii will always be here for you and will you know welcome you back in open arms and um yeah just good luck with everything, you know? Cool. You deserve it. All right. Well, we'll keep following this story. In the meantime, I was telling Kyle that because it's just he and I today, and there's a lot going on in sports this weekend. There's a ton of stuff. Unfortunately, I'm going to be off island. I'll be on Kauai uh, baseball tournament for the boy. So I'll be doing sports, but uh, little league sports. Mm. But in the, in the interim, we're going to have um, the uh, conference finals. Right, we have the Tennessee Titans against the Kansas City Chiefs. We have the Green Bay Packers uh, going against the San Francisco 49ers. We also have, uh, for me, which is more interesting because I follow it more closely, the uh, return of Conor McGregor, who is a very controversial yet popular MMA figure. 
after years of not fighting MMA, doing some boxing, um, yeah, coming back and uh, fighting Donald Cerrone. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, make our predictions, uh, and also uh, we have Catherine Toth, who I don't think is going to want to talk about any of this stuff, so we'll get it done before she gets here. But Kat is a travel food blogger, uh, journalist, and uh, just get her insight on some of the uh, things that are happening outside of Hawaii, where to go, vacations that she's taken, things that she likes to do. She's also written a children's book. We'll talk to her a little bit about that. Um, we're going to take a short break and uh, come back and talk about our predictions in just a second. there's a lot going on in sports this weekend and uh, Kyle and I are not necessarily the most um, I wouldn't say we're the experts on these things we're also not the most athletic people in the world yeah and so but (laughs) I thought it would be kind of interesting to get our predictions because as two laymans yeah two people who kind of you know come in and out of watching these things uh, maybe getting a perspective from a guy who's not just so um, into it every week in and out and knows all the players and stuff would be kind of interesting We could see how we do against each other okay now how often do you watch football this past year i've watched all of uh and got so burnt out from football i hardly watched nfl okay okay yeah. so you're about me like i only start watching football during the playoffs don't get me wrong i like football i do like watching football but i also like um mma and i like going fishing and I like golf but I rarely get to do those kind of things because I got other things that you know that come up and so so um, I don't get to watch a lot of football I try to catch the playoffs when they come in so I can kind of be familiar with what's going on by the time the Super Bowl comes Um, I can tell you that my Super Bowl prediction record is pretty abysmal it's like 20% so Probably the best bet for these games, if you're a betting man, is to go against whatever I'm doing. Yeah, you have a bad history with betting on Super Bowl, man. I do. It's really terrible. Yeah. But, you know, well, let me, although let me caveat this by saying that I have a friend whose name is Taylor, uh-huh. and he's a huge football fan. And for the Super Bowl specifically, I tell him, you know, you pick the team you want, and I'll just go against you. Like, whatever team you want, I'm going to pick the... Oh, so you weren't really making a choice. So I wasn't really making a choice on a lot of You weren't going, oh, that person has the prettiest uniform, I'm going to vote for (laughs) I think he's going to win. No, I definitely don't go by by uniform. But but I don't know much about about it either. Okay. So, but first I want to talk about McGregor Cerrone. Okay. And we're not going to go through the whole card. There's a bunch of fights on there, but... This one is very intriguing because, again, Conor McGregor, I think the, la- well, the last fight he, he had in MMA was it against Khabib Namagamurdoff or whatever that guy's name is. Yeah, And he Khabib. lost. Uh-huh. Yeah, Khabib. Um, before that, he was looking pretty good. He beat Eddie Alvarez for the t- second title. You know, he was a double uh, weight class champion, 45 and 55. And uh, now he's fighting Donald Cerrone, who's a very good fighter, um, who goes up and down in weight. But this particular um, fight is going to be at 170 pounds, which is on the heavier side for McGregor. Now, is this heavier than he fought? Well, I guess it is heavier than when he fought Nate, right? No. Uh, Nate Diaz, I think, was either at 65 or 70 as well. So Okay. So same uh, weight, pretty much? Yeah. So same weight as that. Okay. But I was... So, okay. So I was looking last night. You know, Donald Cerrone has, is a good fighter. He's really tough. He throws a lot of punches, a lot of kicks. He's had 36 wins, 13 losses. Some of those wins are pretty notable. Benson Henderson, Edson Barbosa. I don't know if you're familiar with those uh-huh. guys. But his losses, whenever he gets to like the championship caliber guys, it's been like the Tony Ferguson's, Jorge Masvidal, Darren Till. He's come up short. Mm. You know? um, so, I don't know. When I look at his record versus Connor's record, Connor is 21 wins, 4 losses. He's uh, beaten Eddie Alvarez, Jose Aldo, Max Holloway. All, all these guys are like superstar fighters, right? But, the, but to me, the problem is 
fighting at 170 pounds, right? He's Connor is not the biggest guy, and I haven't seen uh, him stand next to Donald, but um, I have a feeling Donald's going to be bigger than him. Mm-hmm. He said he's not even 170 pounds at this point. Like he's been training and he's at 165 or something. Donald. Uh, no, Connor. Connor. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's not like he's cutting down to get to 170. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is that to get to where he's at, he's put on a lot of muscle. And if you've watched previous fights with Conor McGregor, his thing is really, he's kind of a counter puncher. He likes to kind of duck and then throw his left. Mm-hmm. That's how he caught Jose Aldo and even Eddie Alvarez and things like that. And he has a really strong left and mm-hmm. he's fast, mm-hmm. right? But with all this extra muscle, like I feel like in the Nate Diaz fight, he didn't really have the power to um, knock Nate out. And then once round two and three came on he just got Gassed. tired yeah. yeah so i can see things similarly working out with Cerrone. i don't think i don't know if he's going to have the the pure power i mean maybe the extra muscle is going to help him but if he doesn't finish it quick and we go into later rounds and stuff like that i don't know i just feel Cerrone's more durable he's just going to kind of wait it out my my prediction is Cerrone by submission and maybe third or fourth round Rooney could choke again Rear naked choke again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you have any thoughts on it? Um, seems like you covered a lot, and you know a lot about your UFC, John. I'm very impressed. I like UFC. I like yeah. watching the UFC a lot. I mean, I don't, I don't really. Back in the day, I used to be a lot more involved with watching UFC and even like locally the Super Brawls yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that kind uh-huh, of stuff. Uh-huh. But I'm never really a technical person. I just like to watch them fight. Yeah. And then I like to watch somebody get knocked out. <laughs> yeah. But, um. I, I can't remember what, what what was the last win that Conor McGregor had it coming was, back to the UFC. Eddie it was Alvarez? Eddie Alvarez. And yeah. when was that last that year? Was, no, that was it's at least two years ago. I I don't know off the top of my head, but at, at least two years ago. And in the meantime, he's been promoting his you know he had the, his whiskey, his whiskey. Yeah, yeah. He went to Floyd Mc, uh, Floyd McGregor, Floyd Mayweather yeah. fight, you know, and all that stuff. Like I don't know. I he says he's uh, he's focused and he's coming back, but I feel like every time. A fighter leaves and they do a whole bunch of other stuff and they come back and they say they're focused and they're really not. Well, this is Cerrone's story because I just saw a documentary on him on YouTube or something, a quick one. Yeah. And how he says, you know, he loves to fight and he'll fight as much as he can, um, you know, with, you know, with his body, uh, you know, right. enabling him to do that. But he has so much other stuff that he's interested in doing that he's right. not really ever like going i'm gonna have this big fight i'm gonna train every day and do this kind of stuff he kind of more like he really is a cowboy he just does whatever he wants right right, right. that's true and he goes diving and he goes whatever hunting and all this kind of stuff like that and i guess it's considered cross training because it is dealing being active but right he doesn't really focus on a fight so i'm not sure if this past fight he really hunkered down and focused on it because it mm. is probably the biggest fight of his career Right. If I'm not mistaken. Probably. You know, yeah. and if he wins, it's super status, you know, like it's superstar status, you know, if, if he wins. Um, the interesting thing about Cerrone is I don't think he cares. He doesn't care. He yeah. just has fun fighting. You know? <laughs> yeah, he just wants to fight everybody. Which makes him entertaining. Yeah. You know, because I don't know if he was, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know even if he was like the guy next in line for, for Connor to fight. I would have thought it would be like, a Diaz fight next, you know? or anything. Another Diaz fight? Yeah. I- I'm assuming Nate probably did not want to fight that mm. fight again. Um, and then, you know, you talk about Jorge Masvidal or Masvidal or um, Khabib. They're not going to... F- I mean, Conor hasn't won in, you know, two years or whatever. So they're not going to try to, you know, risk on something like that. I mean, maybe if the money was okay. It's but- a big money fight. That's why you can't deny it. Yeah. Cats here. So oh, uh, okay. let's, let's put it on pause. Okay, we'll come back to this in just a second. So here we go to uh, a good interview and um, long-time friendship. Yes. Oh, that's good. Cheers. Cheers. Is it Hennessy? Hennessy. I've never had Hennessy. Do you just do one time down the hatch? Up to you. It smells like cough syrup. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. What was oh. the on the first podcast we took a shot of something? What was that? I that, think it was a Yamazaki. Yeah, the Yamazaki. Yeah. Oh, that feels really warm inside. Good, right? It does. It has kind of a like crack seed taste to it. You want it? more? No, no, no. But I mean, like if I was sucking on a lihimuin, this would be pretty good with it. Exactly yeah? right. 
Never tried it before until New Year's, and I was like, whoa, I can this do with that. Bad. Wow. This isn't bad. I can do with that. Feels good, right? In your chest. It kind of does. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, now we're we recording? We are recording. <laughs> oh, awesome. Okay. Catherine Toth Fox is a graduate of Roosevelt High School and has been a newspaper reporter for over 10 years. Is it newspaper reporter? Is that correct? I was a newspaper reporter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cat was a food editor at Honolulu Magazine where she got paid to eat. And she also runs the blog thecatdish.com, which she still updates to this day. She's one of the few people that I would say that I know that still has a blog <laughs> that, that is updated regularly. By the way, yes. just make sure you move just that way. There you go. Okay. Um, and, uh, and it's good. So, well, so please go there and check anymore? her out. I think yeah, you were the first person that I know that blogged. Really? I was forced to blog. What? It was like in the early 2000s. You're like an OG blogger. I am an OG yeah, blogger. OG. You're yeah. like, a, uh, what's that chick from uh, Sex and the City? Carrie Bradshaw. You're she like didn't a blog, though. She wrote a column in the newspaper. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you know what else you're an OG of, too? What? <laughs> food critic. Oh, yeah. there you were a lot of food You blogs. were a foodie before foodie was foodie. Yeah, that's, that's true, right. but I don't that's even right. think I'm a foodie. You're OG foodie. Oh, God. Okay, you can also anyway. pick up her first children's book, Kai Goes oh, to the yeah. Farmer's Market in Hawaii on Amazon.com. She's a published Congratulations. author. Congratulations. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank yeah. you, Kat, for being here with us. Today. Oh, I'm also the editor of Hawaii Magazine oh, now. Oh, editor of Hawaii Magazine yeah, sorry. Okay, I wasn't I mean, sure. I, a current, I have a current job. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just moved 13 desks away from my old job. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> it's not that exciting. Okay. Yeah. But, um... You know, I'm sorry, but we, Kyle and I, were, we've promised a couple of things in this podcast, so I'm hoping that you know a little bit about football. Okay. And we're going to blast through this, because now that you're here, I want to get on to talk about Washington State, $15 million for five years. Well, we yeah, talked yeah, about we talked that. Isn't that, that crazy? It's, it's sad and happy at the same time. I know. I know. I know. It feels yeah. weird. Yeah. Anyway. But um, uh, we're going to be making our picks for... Well, I made my pick for uh, McGregor Cerrone this weekend. Uh, Kyle, do you have any prediction? My heart says Cerrone. <laughs> okay. Because I just want him to win. It would <laughs> okay. be such an awesome win for him. You know? It'd be nice. It'd yeah. be really nice. So I'm going to root for him. Okay, so we're both picking Cerrone. Yeah. Okay, let's get to the uh, championship games, football games this weekend. Tennessee Titans versus the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know much about either. I know that... Uh, Titans have been on a run ever since uh, Mariota has been on the sidelines, which is kind of <laughs> yeah. sad, but uh, I get it. And uh, But the Chiefs looked really good this weekend, I mean, in the second half when they came back and uh, won the game. I'm going to pick Chiefs over the Tennessee Titans this coming, I think, Saturday. I'm going to pick Titans Sunday. only Titans? because of Marcus and, um, you know. His, okay. his involvement with the team still yet. What happens if you're wrong? I don't understand what's at stake here. Nothing's at stake. Then it's not the... fun. Well, what do you want to bet, John? Okay, well, we'll bet, we'll bet lunch next week. Okay, sounds good. You guys good. are so mild-mannered. Yeah, well. well this is our, this is our first prediction podcast. There's yeah. going to be many more. Okay. Because we have a Super Bowl coming up. we got the Oscars coming up that I want to do predictions I feel like on. you should do the podcast naked, whoever loses. No. No. Or maybe the other way around. The winner, the winner do does it naked to subject the other one to your nakedness. No. We have already talked a lot about <laughs> nakedness on this podcast. Yeah. You have obviously not listened to the previous episodes. <laughs> yes. We've spent a lot of time and we're not going to go. John right. already spends a lot of time naked, naked yeah. in his private home. So we don't want to see him in public <laughs> or much less near me. Oh, you're the naked neighbor. He's the, the naked, naked neighbor. neighbor. Yeah. 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 That was one of our topics. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and then finally, Green Bay Packers at San Francisco 49ers. I got to go 49ers just because I've seen the last couple of games and they look great i like the packers okay great so, so we're, we're, we at, we're on at odds on both of these yeah okay okay and remember way, that now or i guess we can go back and listen but yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that. <laughs> yeah this is being recorded for all time but yeah okay so we'll see who's do you have any thoughts cat on either game no i mean i would pick titans just because same with you i mean you just gotta my mom is a big well it's not who you want to win who you think is gonna win no but it doesn't matter who you want to win it could be who you football is interesting because anybody can win in football I mean it can go either way you can have the strong I mean it's anything can happen in a football game so these predictions I mean you can go with your gut I feel it really just depends and it depends on where they're playing if they're playing at home on the road and and the amount of money you put up sure but being, being that there's no money, I, I don't know. really care. I just yeah, want right. have my. I'm just gonna vote where I feel. Correct. You know. If you did have a hundred bucks on these games, then would I, your my prediction, prediction might have been different. Okay. You know? but, See, okay. nothing at yeah. stake. Okay. Well, we're gonna um, actually. 
Thank That's you, guys. It's a terrible segue, by the no, way, no. John. <laughs> this is a terrible segue. We're going to pause for a second because I think uh, that I have Kyle's mic um, synced with Kat's mic. So when Kyle talks, it goes into Kat's mic. And I just want to double check that before we continue on. Interesting. How does that work? So we'll be back in just a second. Okay, thanks everybody for being so patient. Uh, we're back again with Kat Toth and Kyle Shimabukuro. Kat. Yes. You are a traveler food blogger, yet you stay so slim. Oh, right. What is, <laughs> what is this? Is it all the surfing? Is that what it is? What? No, I don't think I'm slim. I don't know. Okay, I mean, you want to know what the secret is? Okay, so people who know me know this about me. Maybe you know I this. Know. Yeah. I don't eat everything. I taste uh, everything. You taste everything. I taste okay. everything. Yeah. She's a taster. Yeah, and I eat all day. I say graze a lot. So okay. I don't know if that makes a difference. That does make a difference, I think. I don't finish my meals. But it's not like you're tasting wine where you taste it and you go, and you spit it into a no, bucket. No, I mean, I swallow <laughs> it. You swallow it, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, Jesus. Yeah. No, I mean, I, yeah. Okay. I ingest it, but I take well, a little bit. When you do a lot of hiking and uh, surfing oh, yeah, and stuff. When you have a kid, oh, it's not as easy. People oh. told me, oh, you're going to have a... You, when you have a toddler, like you're gonna be running around so much, you're gonna burn off all those calories. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Well, I was gonna say, how do you even incorporate a toddler into your, cause when I, when I had kids, it was kind of like a lot of the exercising and stuff stopped because I just felt like I didn't have time to go off on my own. But you kind of incorporate your dogs and your son and everything into your yes. exercising, right? So I, I committed, I'm, co I'm a committed dog owner. So I walk them at least once a day for Good. at least a mile. Okay. And so I bring the kid with me. So he's been walking the dogs with me since birth. And now, I mean, he's good. He can walk a mile by himself, which okay. is, I, I heard that's pretty amazing that for is like amazing. a three-year-old. Yeah. Because you don't even walk a mile by I yourself. I walk to my ever. mailbox to get the mail every day. No, I know this about back. you. <laughs> I know, I know. And I take him hiking. So he's been hiking for maybe about a year. Okay. Um, no, not that long. How old is he? Three? Oh, maybe. Maybe we were taking him hiking pretty early. We go to the beach a lot. I still... I still try to surf at least, I used to go every day, but now I go, I try to go at least twice a week. Okay. Um, I don't really miss too much of, I mean, I, I, I tend to go once a week at the very least, but twice a week minimum. And then I, you know, I try to hike when I can. So I still try to incorporate like working out, but my kid goes to bed at 5.30 at night. 5.30? Yeah. So I can still go out and run. And wow. He's like an old man. He's an old man. Yeah. yeah. I know. Is that by choice? Well, okay, so how it worked out was when we had to get childcare for him, he had to be at his sitters at 6.30. A.M. A.M. Uh -huh. So I needed to, and it was in Anaheim, so I had to drive like miles to okay, drop him off. Okay. So I would wake him up at 5.30, breakfast till 6, right? And then 6 out the door to get to the sitter at 6.30. So because of that, I worked backwards, right? So he was, uh -huh. I'd had to get him at 5.30. Now he just, so I would make him go to bed at 5.30. So he would get right. 12 hours of sleep. That was when he was like eight months. Right. So now he's like three years uh -huh. and he hasn't shifted out of the routine. Okay. It's what, very hard to get him to sleep like after Does six. he go to preschool yet? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because at a certain point he's going to go elementary school and then he'll kind of fall into a normal. But, but at that time too, though, he's older, easier to, you know, take on these hikes and do things with him and all oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. I just amazed at about the mile walking every day. That's pretty nuts for a three-year-old. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't go... Well, now he doesn't go every day because he goes to preschool. Yeah. But, like, on the weekends, yeah, he walks with us. Wow, man. Dude, um, I have a... Uh, my son has a friend, his classmate. So, my son is seven. So, this kid's got to be seven. Well, and uh, his, older, so. his older brother, who's probably nine, wanted to do the marathon this year. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. So no. The, so, the mom and the two kids would go out and run... Every day, four miles or, you know, whatever it oh is and God. all that kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah, they did the marathon this year. See, I wasn't so. sure if you could, if there was an age restriction to the marathon. There should be, right? I would think Yeah, so. there should be. There should be. So, he, what was his time? I have no idea. Oh. I have no idea. But, but uh, yeah, I couldn't believe, I mean, my son thinks they're nuts. I, First I of he, all, like, why would any kid want to run the marathon? Like, I don't get it. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. But one of my, one of my proudest dad moments. Okay was uh, so his friend's name is Yuto and uh, so we're trick-or-treating you know mm -hmm. and we're out in, in Hoikai there's a complex called Lalea mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it's about uh, a mile away from my house mm -hmm. or whatever and so um, so Yuto was with us and we're going around Lalea and stuff like that <laughs> and I, I say to him I said uh, hey Yuto you know your mom said that um, you gotta run home after this because <laughs> uh, you gotta 
you know, you're training for the marathon. So you got, he's like, not. And I'm like, yeah, you got to run home. She said, you're going to give me the candy and then you got to run home. He's like, what about our car? You know? And then my son, without, without even hesitating, he goes, oh, my dad's going to take your car and my mom's going to drive our car back and, and we'll just meet you at home. Wow. And I was like, and I trained this kid That's good. That's my boy. That's my boy. Like he just <laughs> totally just stepped right in and like he's At with seven. He was with the he's with the con, you know? Wow. So you made the kid run back no, home? No, I didn't make the kid oh, run okay. back home. He didn't believe me no matter what I tried to do to him. Oh. But, That's funny. But yeah. So that was my, one of my proud moments. But yeah. So <laughs> one of these days you can have your boy uh, running marathon with you. I don't run marathons. <laughs> Hello. You can just wait at the finish line. Yeah. 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 So um, getting back to your food eating and your traveling and all that stuff, as a travel blogger, um, food blogger, I mean, is that, is that like a dream job? Is there, would that be all upside, no downside? Or is there, are, there, are there things that are like, oh, man, if people knew this, they, they may think twice about oh. being a professional food yeah. blogger. Well, I mean, I work for a company that pays my salary and my medical so, I mean, nice. I'm not worried about that part of it. But when I was freelancing, yeah, it really is a hustle. You know what I mean? You can't just, like, go traveling and think <laughs> that someone's going to pay your bills. I mean, you have to work. So, um, I mean, is it a dream job? I, I mean, I'm fortunate because I get to do the thing that I love. Actually, what I love to do is write. So, yeah. the fact that I'm writing as much as I can whenever I want to is really the best part of my job. What I'm writing about the content, so food and travel and other things, that's just sort of the icing to me, right? Mm -hmm. um, I like writing about food, but so I used to be a sports writer. And the thing about being a sports writer, um, for example, like if you, if I was covering a UH game, a football game, okay. and I'm sitting in the, in the press box, right, on the 50 yard line and I'm watching the game and I'm writing a story. No Keep going. Um, the, for the next day's newspaper. Chances are that most people, the vast majority of readers, was at the game too. Okay. Meaning that I have to give the reader something they don't already know. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, That's a challenge, yeah. right? Yeah. So you, you have to, you know what I mean? Like everyone knows everything that I know, maybe more. And they can right? call you on it if you're wrong. Correct. And I need to provide you something that you don't know. Yeah. So part of that is we have access, right, to coaches or mm -hmm. to players and we can get, you know, interviews and whatever. But we have to crunch our own numbers and do stats and kind of come up with something interesting. And there's guys with institutional knowledge and football. And okay, so same thing with food. You go to a restaurant, you can eat the same food I'm eating. Right. What's the difference? So I right. need to provide something that's, that's, I guess, enhance that experience for you as a reader, as a food, as an eater, right? Uh -huh. So that's my job. That's what makes it difficult. Plus, everybody has an opinion about food. So like, I don't like peas. So I'm not going to like love a split pea soup. Right. Right. But then somebody who loves peas will have a different opinion than I right, do. Right, 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 right. So it's kind of like, okay, how do I... How do I write about food in a way that people are going to um, appreciate it or understand my point of view? And then what can I tell you more about it that you didn't already know? Mm. Everyone can Google and Yelp. Right, so what right. can I give you that's different? That's so that's a challenge. So it, it, is, it is hard. I think people go into food writing. They think, oh, it's so easy. I get a free meal and mm -hmm. I can just write about food and like, oh, it tastes good. But like, <laughs> no, it's not enough. You know, you have to do more. You know what else you were the first of? What? You're the first person that I know yeah. that actually had an Instagram account or a Facebook account. That job was to take picture of food. Now people do it for fun. That's right. And they do it to show off where they at and then the eating. But this was your job and you started it. And then you started this entire trend of people in Hawaii taking picture of their wow, food. Wow, I started that trend, but I'm OG about it. Yeah. yeah. But now everybody does it, I right? Know. All of our friends do it, you know? Yeah, Instagram is weird because yeah. I... I hate social media personally, and I wish I'd never had to do it, but because of my job, I do. Mm -hmm. But I just think it's a time suck, and I think it's inauthentic, and I think people use it for the wrong reasons, and no one considers their intent of why are they posting these photos. I, it just frustrates me. Like, if you look at my Instagram feed, it's pretty much what I do and who I am, and I don't filter my photos, and there's no, you know what I mean? It is what it is, but I know that people sort of craft their personas yeah. online, yeah. Right. and it just seems so fake it's a millennial thing yeah i think i don't know i don't know i love millennials though that's, I'm how, one they, of the that's how they socialize right 
That's through, how they communicate. Instagram. They socialize. Yeah, through they the gram. They do everything. With but it's so much pressure. I remember I, I went to speak to a, a HPU class, Hawaii, um, Hawaii Pacific University class, was a journalism class. And I remember nobody was really engaged with me until we started talking about social media. And I threw up someone else's social media account and she had like, I don't know, 17,000 followers, uh-huh. which people in the class scoffed at, by the way. They're like, wow. oh, psh nothing and this person is a local social media influencer and i pulled up a photo and one of the guys in the back who had nothing to say this whole time had said oh she only got like 200 likes whatever and i was like well what's wrong with 200 likes and he did some math and just figured out that that was whatever percentage of her followers and i was like that's pretty good and he's like no it's not and he made me put up some other instagram account of his friend who had fewer followers but more engagement. Right. And so the discussion, you know, kind of pivoted to what they, okay, what is their responsibility to assisting their friend's social media growth? Because they feel like they have to do it. Yeah. So there's this weird oh. thing about they have to like their friend's yeah. posts. They, I mean, and yeah. they check on who likes whose and you didn't like mine. And they said they spend hours just doing that. Because it's like a social, it's like a, I don't know, it's like your, like your responsibility. There's businesses or side businesses that exist to boost your. Oh, correct. Boost, and they go, oh, let's all get together. Yes. You have to like mine. I have to like yours. And you have to comment mine. I have to comment mm-hmm. yours. And that's really? how we grow yeah. our, our social media. No, it's true. Our, a lot of social media influencers like, use that. I'm like, why would you want to do that? You're f- creating fake followers. Correct. And they go, yeah, but it's not about that. It's about your brand or whatever you're doing being uh, at this uh, level where it's your portfolio piece now. Right. You have X amount of thousands of followers Correct. and now you're legit. And I'm like, that's kind of bullshit, but I guess that's the world we're living in today. Oh, that is. I mean, you, you know? can also buy followers. I mean, yeah. that's right. pretty common I heard practice. about um, girls who like will buy another girl's Instagram like to get all the followers mm-hmm. and just start posting pictures of herself now mm-hmm. instead of the old girl and then just hope that she can create mm-hmm. enough uh, interest that it just grows from there so- rather than starting from zero and then right. coming up. Like yeah. I like the authenticity. I like the authenticity of growing your own base from the ground mm-hmm. roots up with people who actually love to be on your page, and not buy or try to gain followers by enticing them and fooling them into something mm-hmm. just to make you feel better. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And now when I post on my stuff, I purposely don't hashtag anymore. Oh really? Sometimes I will hashtag if it's an important thing, but. Majority of my posts, if I post up stuff, I don't hashtag just to, because I'm just. I don't know any of that. I'm kind of over it, and I actually don't know what hashtag means anyway. <laughs> so, oh, I'm man. Like, I'm like, ah, I don't I know. I did talk to my wife once because we can post. So she has maybe half the followers I have. Uh-huh. But when we post a picture, we can post the exact same picture. She'll get more likes than me. Is it because and, she's a girl, though? I don't know. Yeah, so I was asking. I'm like, I wonder why that is. Like, uh, maybe she has more loyal friends that like her stuff, and they feel like, oh, I gotta like Stacy's thing. I feel like probably my there there are followers out there because I well I know that there's followers out there. That I don't know who they are, but they follow me probably because they're waiting to see like, oh, is High Sessions posting a yeah. like they don't really have a, a, a connection to me, but they want to see High Sessions stuff or they want to know about gigs or they saw me playing with jake and they want to know more about jay like it's not mm-hmm. it's not me that they're interested in right and 90 uh-huh. of my thing is like oh here i am at wnm mm-hmm. again you know kind of stuff so i think a lot of that has to do with it but i don't i don't know maybe could be algorithm there's all algorithm. kinds of things yeah. yeah yeah don't you think girls get more likes and and followers just based, based because they're girls pretty girls yeah well yeah well, <laughs> well if you got time to photoshop yourself and do all this this I little know. filters of course you're gonna be a little bit more oh attractive. yeah oh yeah 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 right yeah yeah because girls will follow girls too yes right yeah and guys will follow girls it's Correct. like it's like retail you're not gonna buy a t-shirt from me john if, if i'm behind the counter going hey how's it like buy a t-shirt <laughs> but if i'm attracted girl there's more chance that you'll make a sale from a guy and the girl customer. That's right. Because girls are more comfortable with girls behind the counter. Mm-hmm. That's what right. I learned. So that's why I always hide. Yeah, you're not involved in the day-to-day no, sales. No, I'm a deterrent from selling a t-shirt or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Especially me, you know. Well, so why, why do you want me to wear your shirt then? Because I... Because you're pretty. <laughs> yeah. Well, we just talked what? about it in the last oh. in the last episode, Kat. I was in the parking lot at Nico's. Uh-huh. And I walked by this car... And it, this lady made eye contact with me, and then she immediately locked her car doors. 
<laughs> which I thought was insulting. That's funny. He's yeah. a creeper. That's why. Yeah, look at him. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm not afraid of you, but right. I'm not intimidating at all. So if you're in the car in Nikos by yourself, yeah, late at night. It's not right. late at night. This is 5.30 in the afternoon. 5.30 in the Jesus. afternoon. You put your kid to sleep already. Yeah, yeah right, right. <laughs> 5.30 in the afternoon. You're looking, minding your own business, and you see the shadow, or silhouette of a thin, <laughs> pale man. Pasty. <laughs> with a, a low shirt, wow. jeans, and slippers walking towards you. Mm. Smiling. He has a friendly dis- disposition. I smiled at him. Yeah. So he's, he's walking in between the car, mm-hmm. and you're, you're right there because he's going to his car. Yeah. Would you feel inclined to roll up your window and lock your door if you didn't know who he was? Hmm. Well, at least I think my first instinct would be to lock my door. Period. It doesn't matter if it's him or like anybody. Anybody coming too close to my car? Would I think maybe don't feel bad. John. Yeah, I know. I yeah. think maybe I just reminded her that she needs to lock her door. But just wait till I pass and do it. But, <laughs> but then what's the point, though? Yeah, what's the point? Oh. You'll be in the car already. And how do you know? Did it automatically lock, or did no, she really she lock it? No, she reached up and pressed the button. Like, um, mm. maybe she thought you were gonna sell her real estate. Yeah. <laughs> that's the guy on the yeah. shopping cart yeah, in Safeway exactly <laughs> gonna try to sell me a yeah. house <laughs> you could look like you're, you could be a Jesus person too I think oh, you, yeah, could, you could yeah. push Jesus yeah you could have been a Jesus person yeah mm-hmm. have yeah. you heard of our savior Jehovah <laughs> yeah you know you, you could have been you could have been I, a, I don't think they necessarily go around car to car yeah but you're too smiley yeah. you're too, too smiley too smiley yeah okay alright yeah. yeah. I had another question yeah. for you okay go for it so what would be your top three let's let's start local Okay. okay. Top three must eats and top three you must. You could have told me this like yesterday, and I could have like thought about it. No, I don't want you to think about spot. it. I want you to wait. Top to, three must eats where yeah. in Hawaii? In Hawaii. Yeah, but it depends, right? Like, what are you talking about? Breakfast, lunch, dinner? Are you talking about like fancy? We just like, go um, lunch. Locally, you said. Locally, right? okay. My yes. top three. Yeah. Oh my god! I can tell you what my go tos are, but okay, I wouldn't. Okay, okay, okay. I know Rainbow Driving going to be one of them. I do like Rainbow Drive-In. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I'll tell you where I eat in downtown. Okay. How does that work? Okay, very good. I feel like, I, you know, top three, because you mentioned W&M. I love W&M, but I hardly get out here because also they're closed like half the week yeah, yeah. or whatever. Well, they close Monday, Tuesday, which is always... Isn't it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Oh, really? Wednesday now, too? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just making that up. Yeah, I'm always... Uh I was disappointed because my office is in Kapahulu. So, some, you know, I'll be coming back from, you know, maybe I have an appointment in Eva or something like that. And I want to stop by w and It's like, drive by. It's like, ah, shit, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. that's it. Yeah, they screw you like that. Up. So downtown. Yeah. So our office has been, so there's a group of us that kind of eat all the time, eat out. And uh, we've been going to this place called The Daily a lot. Have you heard about that place? No, I have not. So it's owned by the guys that own Encore Saloon, which is, it's right on Hotel and Nuuanu, or in, kind of in that area, the ROC building. Well, they um, leased a small spot that's facing Nuuanu. Okay. And it has, like, this is it. You can order a single or a double smash burger. That's it. And it comes with, um, like, a, uh, you know, like a menace kind of relishy sauce. Okay. And cheese, and that's it. What's a smash burger? Oh, it's like a thin, like beef they, burger that's they do like the smashed fr- down. Like, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's butter, and they grill it, and they smash it. It's real. It's kind of crispy on the outside. Oh, okay. It's a thin burger. Okay. That's all. Like, I'm the only thing about those smash burgers it. is that they cannot make it um, rare. No, right, correct. Oh, because, you like yours rare? Well, I like my kind of medium, medium rare. Oh. And so yeah, so I know that uh, Latour they mm-hmm. switched their their burgers from the regular style to the smash, and then you can only get them like kind of medium ish. Or well, they cannot do because because the the way they smash it, the burger is thinner, right? Yeah. So you cannot get that that like raw, but but it's still good. I mean, okay. uh, Latour has this jalapeno oh, cheddar bacon yeah, burger yeah, that, yeah. I, that I definitely like. Okay, so the daily. The daily. I like that. There's no how big op- is the burger? Oh, I mean, I can show you a picture of it. It's like mm, I, I just you, went text yesterday. it to me. We'll, text it to me. We'll post it on our Instagram. <laughs> okay. Because we need content. I mean, it looks like that. Okay. Okay. She's single. holding up her phone to me. That it's good is, pot. That looks it's not bad. Right? Is about this big? Yeah. Yeah, and it's. I mean, that's all these. It's, it's a good. It's a good. Okay. I'm kind of okay. into the. Eight hundred calories. And I, and I imagine maybe. it's it's fast, right? It comes out pretty, pretty fast. Quick. I mean, well, yeah. it's made to order. Yeah, yeah. You can get crinkle cut fries. Okay. You can get a shot of something, and you can get a draft beer. Okay. That's all they got. Oh, oh. and they have like a soft serve. That's it. That makes life easy. I, I don't know. Want a restaurant like that. You know, I just listened to this podcast incidentally about. Um, 
decision fatigue and how yeah. there's this yeah. move to have like fewer choices and yeah. actually there's research that shows that having fewer fewer choices is actually more um effective oh, yeah. people mm-hmm. tend to buy more if there's fewer choices interestingly right. enough right that's like the food only though uh, I don't know if it's for food only. For, for anything. Things for anything. Really? Yeah, it's just people get overwhelmed. I can see getting overwhelmed for yeah. anything like that. Well, there was this move um, a while ago for burgers that, like, customize your burger. Like, isn't the counter like that? Yeah. You mm-hmm. can customize, yeah. you customize this, customize that, and everybody wanted choice and all that kind of stuff. But then in the end, you know, people more more than choice, they want to get in and get out or get in and get their food and eat. You know, yep. they don't want to be sitting there and thinking like, oh. Well, well especially this. in downtown, right? I mean, yeah. people just want to yeah, get in and get out. That's what they got to do at Subway. <clears throat> what? You just got to, for people that don't want to deal with like, can I have the mustard? Yeah, money, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just go. If you don't say anything, you get everything on it. Yeah, you can't get everything on it. <laughs> I guess, but they yeah. always ask you, right? Just tell them everything or just go make any kind. That's what I say. I just go, whatever you feel like I should eat. I do that. Wow. You know where I do that? At um, Pyology. <laughs> I told a guy, because um, that place has don't choices. Get, yes, don't get me started on Pyology. Why? It's it's overwhelming. But yeah. I always tell the guy, just make whatever. I don't care. Just make whatever. Really? He's like, okay. Yeah. I don't care. I, I have no problem with Pyology. Okay. okay. I, I love Pyology. We go there all the time. The kids like it a lot. Mm-hmm. The problem I have is the guys who stand there and they order every freaking thing selection possible and then you're pizza looks like a mountain oh, of yeah. shit it makes no sense I, and number one it makes no sense because it's not, no longer a pizza it's a salad of crap with a bread bottom right and then secondly it takes freaking forever because they have to go one by one through every single selection and pick and so everybody in line is just waiting for <laughs> what's went, wrong with you we went <laughs> my, we went there with my friend Dwayne okay. and it first opened because it's right down the street from our house and he was stood in line. He was like, what? You can add toppings? Yeah, like, and no yeah. extra charge. So the guy goes, yeah. He goes, and what? Any amount? He goes, yeah. So he goes, I like everything on top then. And that guy goes, you sure can. He goes, shoots. So he put <laughs> everything on top. And he came out with what you said. There's just big pile of mess. Right. But he was so happy because he felt he got his money's worth. But I was like, I cannot eat that. That's yeah. gross. This is just like the, this, this Dwayne guy is the same guy that I talked to Kyle about. The other day I was at the gas station and I saw a dude, you know, he's done fin- filling up his tank. Mm-hmm. He gets the hose okay. and he lifts it above his head so that the gravity will carry any excess gas from the hose out into the, what? Into the car. I don't get it. Because, you know, the hose, it goes down, yeah, right? And yeah, it comes yeah. up and it pumps. So in that you, like in a, a P-trap under a kitchen sink, you got, you got gas in there. Okay. And so he felt the Every need last drop. that he's got to lift that thing up. And I, I just thought, man, I, I cannot hang with that guy. No. I, I cannot. You want to know something, it. John? <laughs> yeah. And I talk and that's about... the same guy that's going to take every single topping <clears throat> at Pile. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I talk about you often. Really? Well, wow. this one story... <laughs> Do you know what story it is? Probably not. I will tell you the story and you can finish. I'll just tell you the topic of the story and you'll finish it. Oh, God. Because you this mentioned. going to be embarrassing. What was it? I was at your house one time. I don't know what happened, what triggered it, but you kind of went off on this thing. <laughs> and I always think about it. And I actually, I think I've told my students this story. I mean, I don't wow. know if I've How ever used it. How long ago was name. this? When he was like, when he this would have been like almost seven years ago. Because okay. I think I went when you were talking about high sessions. Okay. Yeah. This is a long time ago. Okay. And I'm just going to say the topic and you're going to know exactly and you're going to launch into <laughs> your freaking philosophical like monologue about this. Are you ready? Okay. okay the uh, milk factor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about that. Have you ever heard about the milk no, factor? No, but I guess John will talk about it now. It's good. Oh, okay. It's a classic. I mean, this is, a, this is our Renaissance philosopher, you know? Our uh, he has a lot of time to think about things. Clearly. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was telling Kyle today, too, that, you know, we've been doing this podcast and I've been talking about certain subjects and i have opinions on stuff you know oh yeah and normally i don't share them with people but on the podcast i don't know why i feel pretty open to doing things and my wife is like see everybody thinks he's such a nice guy john but you're a dick yeah and now they're gonna know <laughs> yes we see here the milk factor no this is, no but this but, is actually the, very yeah, true i 100 percent agree with you the milk factor is not is not mean it is insightful in my opinion okay it's okay. not mean at all yeah so this is not be being a dick it's just an observation i had so okay. you have to explain you went to what school <laughs> okay so i went to kaiser high school okay. which is a public school on the east side of honolulu 
people say it's kind of a rich person's school, and I, I get that. We get a lot of uh, private school rejects that come to our school and stuff like that. It's not a rough school by any means, okay? Um, but, you know, it's, it is still a public school versus the... You still have Nalo boys that go to your school. We still have people, yeah. So part of why Manalo comes mm-hmm. to, to Kaiser, that's how I got into Hawaiian music and all that kind of stuff, okay? Um, at the same time, there's private school, right? There's the Iolani and the Punahou and stuff like that. So when I was in high school, I had this, had this um, epiphany or this observation, <laughs> if you will, okay. okay? And it was that, okay, when a pop, when as a public school student, you go to parties, as anyone does, right? And normally a public school student, from my observation, you go in, you get a drink, or you, you kind of settle in, you kind of ha- find your space in like a corner, and you observe, and you see what's around, and you kind of get comfortable, and then you kind of make your way into the party, and, and you know, you kind of have this like reservation about how you interact with people and stuff like that. I noticed private school kids, I'm call, call out Punahou, because especially Punahou, I've been at a couple parties where they come in, and they're just like loud, Mm-hmm. They, they're just laughing and just making, you know, any kind kind of stuff and not being mean or anything. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that they're, they're like stuck up or anything, but they just, they're not aware of what's going on at the party. They just come in and they just act like how they normally would. And I was telling Kat that <laughs> that's the moke factor because at pu- public school parties, if you act up in the wrong way and someone just, say you just, you're not even being mean, but you just kind of rub somebody the wrong way. You can get your ass kicked. Because mm-hmm. some guy goes, yeah, I don't like the way you were looking at me like that. And you just go, wow, I didn't even, I don't even know if I looked at you. What, you don't think I, you don't, you want to look at me? You think I'm ugly or something like that? Mm-hmm. So when you come to a party, you got to be a little bit aware of the surroundings before you kind of let loose, you know? But private school don't have that because they don't have, Mokes like that. Yeah, they don't yeah. have the moke factor. They don't have yeah. the moke so factor. They, they pri- act pub- up and they pri- talk any kind. And yeah, they they come in with a lot of confidence because yeah. they've never been beat down. Right. You know. So like, mm. I always felt like when or I or if they were about to get beat down, they could pay them off so they don't. <laughs> get beat. They have the lawyer dad factor. <laughs> yeah. A little bit different. A little bit different. So I don't know. For me personally, I always felt like whenever you're in a new environment, <clears throat> you gotta kind of hold back your true, what you want to do until you know it's safe. Yeah. Right. Once you kind of know, like, okay, I got enough people here that, that I know I feel comfortable, then you can kind of start loosening up and stuff. But I feel like private school, they come in loose, you know. They, within two minutes of entering the door, they're, they're loose, you know, because they're not expecting, oh, why would anyone kick my ass? I haven't done anything to them. You don't have to do anything to them. Because yeah. somebody might be drinking, and he just feels like getting in a fight. And if you're caught bringing attention to yourself, mm-hmm. well, then you're going to be the target, you know. I have a perfect example of what you're doing, what, what you just said, because okay. now I understand it's called the Mok Factor. I didn't I don't know what the <laughs> definition to See? that. <laughs> so good. But it's not really the Mok Factor, this one. My friend in um, high school, he has resting Which bitch. high school? Pearl City. Okay. Okay. Just trying to um, identify what I'm not going to call him out or mention his name or anything like that. Okay. But he has resting <clears throat> bitchy face. Okay. <laughs> this is before resting bitchy face was even a definition or a term. He had resting bitchy face. Okay. So. People would walk up to him and go, well, you give me stink eye full. And he goes, what? You know, kind of like that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Go, I wasn't giving stink eye, you know. So me and him went to my neighbor's house across the street. It was a college part across the street. And I hardly knew anybody there but my neighbor that owns a house. And I was with my friend. And we walked over there. And then we kind of, you know, like you, party, big party. I don't know anybody. I'm going to chill. I'm not going to be like this loud mouth guy. I was going to come in and just kind of check it out and find a little corner and find find a comfortable space to interact. Yep. And I have a pretty friendly face, but okay. he has resting bitchy face. Right? <laughs> okay, okay. So he walks in with me and then my other this other guy that's not a really good friend of mine was playing guitar. And he go, and then we were standing by him and we we're talking a little bit and then he goes, "Oh, you play guitar?" And my friend goes, "Yeah." And he goes, "You like try?" And he passed him to to the friend. My friend just kind of looked at him just Grab the guitar, but you know, he has resting bitchy face. Right, right, right. right. So my other friend goes, Ooh, that fucker. <laughs> Lick that guy, bro. I try to be nice to him, and he just take the guitar. He didn't even smile or nothing like that. And then later on down the line, I had to tell him, Nah, 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 no, don't be mad at him. Just how he looks. He was born that way. <laughs> <laughs> you can't blame him, right? Yeah. But you know, I guess 
I guess again, you gotta learn to like just fit in before you can. Yeah, act yeah, up, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's that was my point. That's the milk that was factor. My point. That was the milk factor. Yeah. yeah. Interesting, because I had asked my students. So my students last year, they're all generation. What is that? Z. Yep. Yeah. So they're not even millennials, right? Right. And I asked them, like, anybody, so we, okay, so my students would come to class, like, half an hour early before class, because we would have this pre-class class, and okay. the pre-class was just any kind, and I asked them, like, crazy stuff, right? So one time we were talking about your, like, the last time you guys got into a scrap. Okay. No one. Oh, yeah. Not one freaking kid in my class ever got into a beef not at all i mean they might one of them was like oh i kind of pushed somebody on the soccer field no 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 like i mean i'm talking about like fight at the auditorium somebody bring one boom box you know like when <laughs> fight people you know they yeah, yeah. Get word around, gets around yeah, yeah. they all yeah, come after yeah. school no that they never to you of, i went to roosevelt yes it did of so course you have to learn to defend yourself yes you john no Oh. But you've seen him at Kaiser, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. They don't even, I think they don't everyone, fight. Like, uh, for me, it's more like, why would you fight John? It's not even a challenge. You know, he's just going to curl up into a ball and cry. <laughs> so why even bother? Yeah, you know? more shame, yeah, fight I've you. I've been threatened, but yeah, I think, you know, I got along with people yeah. for the most part. Yeah. But what I mean is they never got to that point where there's fear. Yeah. yeah the yeah, fear yeah, yeah. of yeah. getting their ass kicked, right? Yeah, so you yeah. cannot do certain things say they're just very uh i don't know if it's confident or cavalier or whatever but they really walk into this world thinking that they're not gonna get touched they can say and do whatever they want and nothing bad's gonna happen oh it's interesting you know no, but they can also get canceled in this society now what you like, mean by saying the wrong like unfollowed yeah, on instagram culture. yeah they can get unfollowed they can oh, get but they don't, they're not true. physically physically they don't they don't worry as much about physical harm anymore but i don't know what's worse now <laughs> one guy beating the crap out of you and you're done right or one guy saying crap about you online and hundreds of thousands of people read that yeah you maybe know? and forever too yeah yeah forever now okay sorry i blocked out stuff i did get beat up a lot and picked on <laughs> but i've never gotten into a fight like i've never fought back why would people pick on you and beat oh, you oh it's up a long that? story but yeah, I got bullied. You know, you talk about bullying. Like, yeah. I got bullied when I was little. Oh. Really? And so I talk about my, uh, to my daughter, because they talk about bullying now. Like, oh, you know, she's bullying because she said this. I'm like, oh, you, no, you don't know nothing about bullying, man. <laughs> I, I was freaking terrified when I used to go to school uh -huh. kind of thing. Really? Yeah. That's sad. But, but I, I look back on it now and it's like, it, it was horrible at the time, but I think I would have been a different person if I didn't, if that didn't happen. Are you, you, you know? friends with those bullies now? No. Really? Do you see them around? No. One of them disappeared. I have no idea where he went. His name is Michael Linton. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook him. I know. You never Googled him? Huh? You never tried I, I to Google? I did. I've never found oh, where he went or whatever. So oh. I don't know where the hell he went. What would you plan to do if you did see him again? Oh, I don't care. Oh. Yeah. The other one is, um, is this guy. Uh, I won't say his last name, but his name is Brandon. And uh, he's a he's like a firefighter now or something like that. Oh. And he, okay. he looks like he's doing okay. I mean, I, I don't have any ill will at this point. I wonder if they yeah. even remember. They probably don't. It's probably it was probably their just mo, like how they lived, you know, <laughs> like mm -hmm. their everyday yeah. kind of thing. So they're like, oh, I didn't even realize I was beating the crap out of you. Mm. But but I was thinking one of the guys who I, I don't forgot what I did, but you know who was mad at me and, and like I got word that he was gonna kick my ass. Roots. Oh, are you serious? From the so he would have been around today. Cause, yeah. Because he was an older guy yeah, at New Valley when I was there. And then some girl was like, oh, I'll talk to him for you. And I was like, yes, yes please, please do. I, I forgot what it was. It was kind of something nothing. It was more like, uh, you know, it was just one of those days. Wow. But at least that's kind of cool to say, yeah? Yeah. I got my ass kicked. Live yeah. to tell the story. <laughs> yeah. no, no, it never even but you didn't. You yeah, almost yeah, got yeah, your yeah, ass yeah. kicked by yeah. him. Yeah, I was on the radar. Did you take one of his girls or a girlfriend? No. I don't remember what it was. Oh. I do this since like seventh grade. Yeah. You know, so but he he's was, older. Oh, he's same age as you. No, no he's, he's older. Eight, he's eighth grade. He's one year older. Oh, one year, one year older. older. Or two years older than me. Mm. Yeah. I was part of the, the first class to ever go to New Valley um, Intermediate School as a sixth grader. So that's why I get kind of confused. Now, now all the sixth graders go to intermediate school, but, but back in my day, we were the first class. Yeah, that was terrible. But anyway. <laughs> It's for, another, it's for another day. I know. Oh poor John. See, for me, I was I always had small man syndrome because <clears throat> I'm small, yeah? Mm-mm. Right. But I had huge friends. Oh, yeah. That's how you got to do it. So I was always okay, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know? I was this tall, so I'm 5'4", which is not tall. 
But I was this tall in fourth grade. I was huge. Oh. So I have the opposite. I think Whoa. I'm a giant. And then often mm-hmm. you just stopped? Yeah. What, you drink that <laughs> coffee or something? I don't know what, what happened. happened. I, I don't know. But I remember my doctor thinking I was going to be like enormous. And I had all these high hopes like volleyball, basketball, you know. Did you stop napping or something like no, that? No, I don't know. I just, I mean, I don't know. Wow, that's strange. Yeah. But I was this tall. I mean, I was this big. If you think about, right? Because what is fourth grade? Like nine? Something uh, like yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. Can you send us a class picture and can we post oh, it oh we didn't take class pictures we took individual pictures i don't think we had class pictures i want to see your and if we how, were we were how, probably on risers yeah? how enormous right. you were like you probably I was back pretty, row yeah i was um yeah i was pretty big mm-hmm. giant cat mm-hmm. toth so when i i guess so maybe like fifth or sixth grade people started to obviously get taller than right, me right. and i did play volleyball and basketball so my nickname after that was shorty so i had that on my jerseys <laughs> so when you used to get into fights was it when you were already the biggest kid in class or you're already no. turning out to be the smallest kid no 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 no. the fights didn't oh let me think <laughs> we had a bully in our class because when you're big people like to test you too true we had a bully in our class though and you know she was i mean i envisioned her to be like seven feet tall right but i'm sure she was small right, right I, and right. now i think she's like normal height but she was very imposing mm. like she had like this thing about her that she was very frightening she mm. also wasn't friendly at all mm. and she knew how to make everyone in the class like hate you and I remember, mm. I remember those days, like being the the. Per- so if you didn't come to school because you were sick, that's usually usually when you came back to school, nobody liked you. Yeah, no okay, one was allowed to talk her, to you. She could work. Correct. Her, uh, and I remember in fourth grade, I was really depressed. Like you know, oh, this person's not my friend again. Nobody wants to talk to me. My fourth grade teacher, who was like maybe f- four feet tall, just little, little, little. She told me one day. She said, don't worry about it because in three days, they'll all be your friends again. And I was like, how do you know? Mm. And she said, it's because it always happens. It happens every time. (laughs) And so I I said, okay. So I completely trusted her. And sure enough, in three days, everyone was my friend again. Mm. And that changed everything for me. Because then I was like, oh, so the next time she said, well, we're not your friend. I told her, I'm not your friend. And that's how I did it. And she never bothered me again. You just said, I'm not your friend for three days. No, I just said, I don't want to, if you're not my friend, I don't want to be your friend. No oh. one had ever spoke back to her. And I think I could, I could do that because I was so big. Yeah. Mm. And I just said, I don't want to be your friend. And then that's it. We were best friends the rest of like our time together. What about now? Um, she lives in Florida. Oh. Yeah. I don't see her. But um, never had a problem. But I also used to, if, if I came up to you and was going to fight you, I was gonna fight you. Yeah, and most times people didn't want to fight you. They kind of right. backed down. Yeah. But I would do it. Yeah. I would wow. do it too. I would just act crazy. Like yeah, people are always do. afraid of the crazy tiny guy. <laughs> That's so true. I just act nuts. Like, what? He like go, we go, we go, we go. And then I inside I'm going, Oh shit, I hope we don't go. But I gotta act nuts in order to, <laughs> yeah. to you know defend myself until my big friends came. Yeah. Mm. Good for you. Uh, I, survival, man, when you're in Pro City. And we too old for this now. Yeah, I know. Could you now. imagine if someone called us out and be like, I don't have time. Dude, <laughs> I pulled my back playing baseball the other day, just swinging the bat. <laughs> Jesus, I pulled my back like getting, like brushing my teeth. <laughs> no, I was fishing with him last week. Uh-huh. He pulled his back trying to skip a <laughs> like rock. You, oh, yeah, you that's right. <laughs> oh, John. <laughs> he goes, he goes, watch this because he was with his son Asa, right? He goes, watch this. You know how to skip rocks? Or? Oh, my God. You go like this. You go, ow, my back. <laughs> Oh, that's right. That's right. I, I forgot like, about that. I never seen anybody throw out their back skipping a rock. Well, that's because of the baseball. So oh. I was already feeling not good. And then, oh, Kat, <laughs> you know, I'm so um, I'm so d- disappointed because uh, I have to leave. You have to come back and do another one with us. Because okay. I feel like we didn't even get started. Like, I didn't even get into stuff with you. Well, yeah, I, mean, I know. Well, you got to dig out right now? Yeah, I got yeah, oh, yeah. to. Oh, yeah. He has an appointment in four minutes. <laughs> yeah. Quick oh, question. I forgot. Then. I okay, took that what? shot to him and it smelled like alcohol. Great, guys. That's all right. Didn't even Perfect. smell. Yeah. Quick question then. Yeah. So with this food thing and you're venturing all over the uh-huh. world and all this, other than Hawaii, if you had to choose a place to live... New Zealand. Because of the uh, food? And no. The, and the, no, just because it's mellow. There's more sheep in New Zealand, I think, than people. But you like sheep. Well, no, I just like no people. Oh. <laughs> no, and there's surf and the people... I don't know. Have you been to New Zealand? I have not. But no, I, I've seen pictures, though. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. That's the only place that I've traveled to where I came home and felt stressed. Normally, when you go abroad and you come home, you're like, oh, I'm so happy to be home. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was a total opposite. Interesting. It was nice. Huh, maybe yeah. I'll get there one day. I've never been anywhere... You've been to Japan. But I always appreciate coming home. 
Oh, yeah, I know, me too. Yeah. That's how I was really surprised when I got off the plane, albeit, you know, our airport isn't the greatest. And I, you know, that ramp that goes down to yeah. H1. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, I miss New Zealand already. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe I got to try it in. Get yeah. There. That's a good Fishing. We we fished a lot. We fished, hiked, and surfed. When was this? Um, I found out in New Zealand that I was pregnant. So it was three years ago. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Or three and a half yeah. years ago. Yeah. It was awesome. Anyway. All right. Well, we'll, we'll have you back. Thanks okay. so much for being here. Thank You're you such for a great having interview. me. Um, and everybody else, for please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at High Sessions. We're going to be on SoundCloud, YouTube. And then if you want to support the show, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash High Sessions to donate. Patron? What did you say? Patreon. Oh, Patron. Patron. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, man. One shot of Hennessy and she's got <laughs> alcohol on the brain. <laughs> Okay, so next time, until next time, aloha and thank you for listening. Get it. Bye.